This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. On this week's episode of And Friends, we taste something that none of us have tasted before. And that I hope to never taste again. They made me eat it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> All that and more on And Friends. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I don't like it. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. You're wearing a paper shirt. Yeah, premier yeah. paper. Yeah. Paper packaging. That's, uh, uh, don't that... work for the company anymore, but the polos still work. Yeah, my it's friend. still free. Uh, you know, remember when we had Len Casper on from the Cubs? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was talking about how he had to wear different polo shirts based on the on the uh, uh, network he was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like right. He had the you know the NBC uh, what or whatever. Right. The have you noticed that they have to he has to wear a, a suit and tie. They have to wear a, a, like a, a dress shirt and tie this year uh, for, for for the marquee network for the marquee network. And what I still think is really odd is it's, I can't get past the fact that they're actually at Wrigley Field when the Cubs are like in Pittsburgh, right. That's got to be. I mean, I'm sure parking is great. Yeah, the traffic is not bad. Yeah, but isn't so? Are they watching it just on a TV? Yeah, the, they're they're like just like us. They're watching. They're watching it just yeah. like we are. So remember when you were a kid and you would announce it? Yeah, you know when Jim Hickman's up. Jim Hickman's <laughs> up two and one. Got a base shit last. You know he's just doing that. You know I used to kill on the playground. Uh, I do my uh, Jack Brickhouse impersonation. No, please, I, I can't. Hey, it's not so much that the that I said it. You know, as Jack Brickhouse, yeah. it was my wacky observations. Okay. Like, uh, uh, you know, it's it's a long drive. Center field. Oh, it's foul ball. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. You know, center field, foul ball. Yeah, so, right. I, so I used to, you know, entertain on the playground over at Sunset Park School. Yeah. Uh, that was my that was my thing, man. So I'm just going to go on a limb here. Yeah. On the field, you were probably not particularly prolific. Well, let's just say I got to play right field. I remember one time. I was a right fielder. I, well, let me, I can top that because yeah. one time, you know, I lived in a neighborhood with a lot of older kids yeah. and they would never let me play. Yeah. Uh, one time they finally said to me, all right, okay. you can play right field. But it was right field out. Oh, you know how you used to sure, do that? You sure, didn't have sure. enough guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks, coach. Put me in there. I ran out there and like. Hey, wait a minute. So if it's hit here, every guy's out anyway. That's how bad of a baseball player I was. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I t- I've told you the Danny Dirt's dad story, haven't I? I don't believe you have on this podcast. Well, so I played for the A League Angels at Pottawatomie Park. You know the park that Stern built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danny Dirt's dad went to every one of the games. And we're talking games in the middle of the afternoon. Right. I don't know what Danny Durst's dad <laughs> when, did for a living. When all of our dads <laughs> were working all we're, day. We're yeah. working. Danny Durst's dad, no, he would be there. And I remember it was a crucial game. I think it was kind of a playoff. We were in a pennant race, right? Sure. And I came up in a crucial situation, and I heard Danny Durst's dad goes, oh, he's never going to get a hit. <laughs> <laughs> they oh struck God. out at three pitches, right? Oh, God. I've been there. So what I did is I saved my money and I bought the company that Danny Durst's dad worked at <laughs> and, and fired, fired his ass. 
Remember me? You know that Mark Zuckerberg had this happen to him when he was a kid. And just Jeff Bezos. These right, guys, right, that, right. they've all been doing right. that. Yeah, you hit Jeff Bezos with a dodgeball back yeah. in 63. Yeah. Mr. Bezos, I don't think we need this paper company. We need this paper company. Speaking of Jeff Bezos, who yeah. is constantly calling me to let people know. know. All right already. Yes, we are on Amazon now. Manisha, yes. and they, 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 they wanted us and we finally signed. That's and all, awesome. I think all the all the shows on Opie, all the Opie yeah. shows are on Amazon right, right now. I believe that is correct. We negotiated the deal for, yeah. for, for all right. the shows. So not only that, you can get them all on the regular players, all the Googles and the Schmoogles and the yeah. iTunesies Spotify, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, wherever podcasts can be found. Yep. So we have Manusha. Should we share it with everybody? Well, we do. Want? I do have a little bit of a story I wanted okay. to share about our All dog. Right. Okay. Go I have it on my list. We talked about this that we were going <laughs> well, to do. I, I thought we had done this instead. All right. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, Fine. So, you know, we got a dog. Yeah. Wes. Right? Yeah. And it took us right around two months to break him. Right. Okay. And I'm not talking about a spirit, which we broke months <laughs> months ago. We actually broke yeah, yeah. the dog. All right. Right. So what had happened was we put Wes in a pen. Mm-hmm. When we're working and we can't, you know, 24 seven on the friggin' dog, right? Sure. We have to put him in his little pen and he was howling, you know, complaining. Yeah. You know how they, they yeah. do it. And so Julia hears it. She's up at school and she like evidently just leaves in the middle of class and says, you know, I can't listen to this howling. It's breaking my heart. So she wanted to get him out of the pen. Well, she's not tall enough to reach over the pen to pick up Wes. So she picked up the pen. It's like a big fence. Yeah. She goes, come on, Wesley, crawl under. And she lost grip of it, and he, she, like, guillotined his hip, like, hit it right on his hip. And he, the poor animal, this happened on Tuesday, um, for, for he's been limping. I mean, he can't put any pressure on his leg. Oh. So, so we went to the, the vet. I went to the vet. And he might have a dislocated hip. Wow. Right. But I think he might be faking it a little bit because what happens is he'll be limping yeah. and then someone will throw a ball and then he'll run and get it and then he'll look at me and then he'll get a sad face and he'll yeah. start limping again. Mm-hmm. So so I think the dog is really much like me. He's got serious, he's got seasonal allergies. Uh-huh. He's had a couple of ear infections already. Okay. And now he's a hypochondriac. So. You know, um, my dog doesn't do that, but my youngest son, I once caught... When he was like, I think, four or five years old, I caught him practicing his sad face in the mirror. <laughs> I walked around the corner and he was like, you know, really, like, the lower lip was coming out. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> You're practicing your sad face. Right. Yes, I am. Right. It has netted me 16 grand so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So we have yeah, some go. We have some minutia. Go ahead. Are you going to play the Well, you, you told me to have the minutia quiz ready this time. So I've okay. got that ready. Well, you know what? This is a perfect segue because okay. we were talking about pooches. Oh, dogs, right? All right. Um, you love your dog. I do. Right? You know, dog, Ivy. Ivy. You know, sure, Ivy will maul your podcast. <laughs> partner every once in a while well, and, i don't care if ivy loves you right. ivy loves me and he eats his own feces she, her own feces all the time feces. Yeah. um but i want to give you i want to talk about the story and then i've got a quiz later on okay okay not dog related but um let me ask you a question if you had to choose between giving up beer for a month or sending ivy away to dog camp for a month what would you choose well that's easy what um I, I, it's a nice camp. I do love my dog, okay. but okay. So yeah. So for a month's worth of beer, you're shipping Ivy out. If you're making me choose, okay. Yeah. What about salami? Again, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I know the answer to this. Pickles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the other room going with it. What about your smartphone? Uh, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. For yeah. a month? You can't. It's just for a month. You're asking me to pick, right? All right. I, you know, if we had a dog for 10 years, I'm fine. Well, this is not going to come to a surprise to you then. Yeah. Uh, in a recent poll conducted by Simple Texting, right. 40% of people said that they would give up their dog for a month to keep their smartphone. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, that's too shocking. Uh, now, dogs did have a slight advantage over somebody's romantic partner. 44% of people surveyed say they'd go without seeing their partner. Really? Yes, right. Time now for a Minutia Man. Minutia Man. Minutia Quiz. All right. So I did some show prep, as I always do, and yes. I found um, this survey from 2018 from PPI Research. Okay. Okay. And I am going to give you, I'm going to give you a question, and you, and I'm going to give you options All is right. that what they call multiple choice yes and then you tell me what you think well, you, you'll understand okay. it's a pretty typical yeah. we do this all the time right all right what percentage of people would rather die than speak in front of an audience 87 80 76 or 54 percent well i'd say 54 percent 80 80 percent of people would rather die than speak in front of an audience really uh -huh. it's not that hard to speak oh. in front of an audience huh? okay what percentage of people would cheat on their spouse if they had a 90% chance of getting away oh, with it? Boy. Not even a full boat, a 90%. And you're like, eh, 90%. Right. Yeah. Do I have to guess this number? Oh, up, I'm right? sorry. Yeah. 80, 73, 69, or 37? I'm going to say 37. 69%. Oh, that's an yeah, appropriate yeah. number, right. too. Okay. Uh, so 69% of people said that they would cheat if they just had a 90. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I guess I can see I'm it. playing the odds. Yeah. I'm a gambling yeah, person. Yeah. What percentage of people use some sort of object, which is not a Q-tip, to remove earwax from their ear? 76%, 71%, 54 percent. I'm going to say 76%. 54%. Oh. You know what I use? Boy, I am all totally wrong on all of these. I use the... You know, the old big pens yeah. with the little, you know, they had the little clip on it. Right. That works great. I use Ivy's tongue. <laughs> oh, uh, you know where that tongue has been, don't yeah, you? Well, it's, yeah, well, it's been in my ear. What percentage of married women would rather spend a day cleaning the house than hanging out with their husband's friends? Okay. 99%, 98, 98%, 88%, 84%, 57%, or 14%. I don't think people like cleaning their house. I'm going to say 14%. 84%. Wow. 80%, 84% of women, married women would rather wow. spend a day Well, I, that's not the case with me because I have such cool friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and finally, yeah. what percentage of American adults knows that Germany was an adversary of the U.S. in World War II? This is going to depress me, isn't it? 81, 76, 71, or 64%. Uh, it's got to be 80 71 percent right. oh my so God. three out of ten people do not know that you know, 2.9 out of 10 people don't know that germany yeah. was an adversary of world war II. well we do have a lot of stupid people in this country <sighs> yeah we do we, we <laughs> certainly do all right well i have a story for you about uh maybe maybe somebody that fits in that category uh, as an arkansas couple they once ate at olive garden daily for nearly seven weeks um and then they got pregnant and guess Aww. what they've decided to name their child. Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb here. Olive. 
Olivia okay. Garten. Their last name is Garten. Oh, that's so, sweet. Yes. Isn't that nice? Um, he loves Italian food. The, the husband loves Italian food. And they were in Arkansas. The only place they could go was Olive Garden because apparently there are no Italians in <laughs> Arkansas. So that that's why they love it. Um, and the, apparently in 2015, they purchased a never-ending pasta pass. Well, which, that's I think Tony did that. Tony Lozano, our producer, did, did he? Yeah, I think, and I don't think they give a lot of them out. I think it's like a lottery system, and you can eat pasta for whatever it is, two months or whatever. Really, for one fee? I had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, apparently, this has inspired their their naming of their child, which I think is no. is a beautiful thing. And I, I'm not going to judge, no, because I was in radio, <laughs> and I I knew Wacky uh, a radio lot of, names. Yeah, I once worked with a guy named Mick Donald. <laughs> For real. Okay. Mick Donald. Okay. Uh, of course, you remember uh, Mr. and Mrs. B's are an apple. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, there's a guy named Chip Ole. Is that true? Yeah, these are real names. Really? And there's a guy in Detroit named Dom. Uh, Perion? Inno. <laughs> I'm not kidding. These are real names. They're, They're real radio names. Real radio, radio names. Okay. My first radio name was Chris. Really? Chris P. Cream. <laughs> Chris P. Okay. That's my, okay. That was all right. That was great. <laughs> but those are those other guys, those are real names. What's wrong with you, Florida? Some schools. You have to go to class for like, I don't know, once a week or whatever. Yeah, they call it like hybrid. hybrid yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, in Florida, a Florida dad def- defends his fifth grade son for wearing a Hooters mask to school. Huh? Okay. So a Florida boy, um, aged 11, grab your knockers. <laughs> Actually, his name is Ian Golba. Uh, has, <laughs> We're officially doing dad jokes now, <laughs> right? Is that what we yeah, are? Grab your knockers. We are officially doing dad uh, jokes. So here's a picture. I actually printed it out in paper as I'm wearing the paper yeah. shirt. Okay, yeah, you see that? That's, that's yeah, not bad. Just the logo, yeah, right? What's a big deal? Well, evidently, the Florida school was not in Sunset Park. Uh, Florida did not like this. So they basically told the kid, Ian, that yeah, you can't wear that mask okay right and and it's ridiculous and then and, yeah. and the son or the father is like what do you mean yeah. I mean, it's just it's just you know we go there for the wings yeah dad this is what this is what he said i told him that we go there as a family we eat their wings we watch the sports what are you talking about right. i said we have chocolate cake we go there all the time Come this on. is not an offensive place yeah, uh, that's the hill you're going to die on, right? Yeah, right, right. That's the, the Hooters bit. mask. My, <laughs> my little boy's Hooters mask. That's where you're going to die on. Do you remember when we were at in Arizona and we went to that Hooters? At, was it ASU? Yes. There, and and they, yes. Had the, they had the waitresses do the hula hoop contest every 15 minutes. I know. <laughs> I know. But no, it's just there for the chicken wings. Yeah. Uh, and do you, do you also remember, I don't think it was there, but we went to a bar afterwards. And we saw the guy, the college kid, break up with his yes. girlfriend. And then as soon as she leaves, he hit on her roommate. Yes. And Dane was so impressed, he went and bought him a beer. Oh, I don't remember <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I believe Dane found out he was getting divorced the day before we left. Right. And didn't so mention it. It was in his mind. <laughs> he didn't it mention was, anything to us for the entire week. All right. So listen. Yeah. Um, You're done, right? 
Yeah, I got another Florida story, but yeah. we can save it. All right. We'll no jingle. It. You don't get to. Yeah, no. We'll do it some other time. Uh, we have a lot still coming oh, up in this show. Right. We've got our new feature uh, that has a whole new jingle. Mm-hmm. Oh. We also have our celebrity potpourri. Uh-huh. We're going to tease who uh, next week's guest is, and it's a big one. Oh, it's a big a celebrity right, guest. Right. Uh, but uh, if you want to find out who's on the current Minutia Men celebrity interview, You'll listen to this on this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. With everybody being indoors during COVID and rediscovering board games, we talked to filmmaker, documentarian Scott Peterson, who did Scrabble on the underbelly of the Scrabble world. Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. What's the point, Steve? That's what I'm wondering. What's the point of this border collie over here staring at me? Is it because of the blue shirt that I have on? We'll get into that and other things about how we might be spending too much time on our mobile devices, do you think? Wait a minute, I'm getting a call. On the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're Mm. back. Mm. Uh, That was a a good rest. (laughs) All right, now... Well, because we have a whole other show, basically. Well, you know, here's the thing. All right, last week we we kicked off a new bit. We didn't have a name for it. Mm -hmm. I just kind of launched into it. Mm -hmm. I kind of got an email... saying it sucked basically <laughs> no that, yeah. no no he didn't uh, say it. it was a little long and i have to agree it was yeah a little it was long. we're gonna it, tighten it up yes i mean i kind of i botched the rollout that's what yeah. i did i botched the rollout but he, uh, here goes well, a- robin ventura was 0 for 41 <laughs> in his first 41 at bats i think but here goes how we're gonna do it now okay. all right first of all i went and i got a new audio clip for okay. us we're gonna call this bit Studio Walls. Okay. All right. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the Studio Walls. How, how did you get Grandpa from The Simpsons to do that jingle? <laughs> Thank you very much, Vince Argento, yeah. for that. So what is the Studio Walls? Well, Dave and I have been writing, publishing, broadcasting for many years. We have literally thousands of fun things from our archives that we uh, can share with you at any time. And we'll be doing that on our website at Eckhart's Press. We're going to have this thing called the Studio Walls. It's a, you'll, you'll see it when you go onto our website. It's, it's going to start very soon. Mm-hmm. right? As Dave? soon as I can figure out <laughs> how to add that blog RSS feed. So we'll have audio, songs, columns, yeah. interviews, written pieces, excerpts yeah. from our books and yeah. from all the people mm-hmm. that we uh, do. Uh, but also... For this podcast, every week, mm-hmm. we're going to each pick one thing from like this week in Rick and Dave history, okay, basically, great. and uh, and we'll share it okay. with our podcast listeners. Oh, my God. More show prep. That's fantastic. And you get first choice. Um, well, uh, where are we? This is the end of September. This will yep. air... What this? Well, it's going to air on the 20... Or what? It's the Saturday, right? Yep. Yep. Um, my daughter's birthday is this weekend. So there's something from the archives. Lila's going to turn 18. Oh, my God. I know. Isn't that Oh, my God. Um, So I have my favorite. You know what? I'll share you my favorite Lila story. Okay. All right. Isn't that nice? It's going to be a heartwarming moment. So I took for, well, for the longest time when the kids were, Lila was at, Lila was in preschool and the twins were in daycare. 
Okay. And I would have to go because my wife was working. Although I think, she, well, she said that she was working. She would stay in the office far longer than she had to yeah. do because she uh-huh. knew that this period of time was a complete cluster and I had to uh-huh. deal with it. So I picked up Lila from preschool at yeah. St. Saint, uh, Saint Fighters. Okay. Where we won the raffle a couple times. The Jews <laughs> run the, won the raffle a couple times to the consternation of the congregation. Uh-huh. Um, and I would then run to daycare and pick up Aaron and Julia. And this was a really horrible rainstorm going on. I mean, it was just, you know, how we can get some sure. just horrible rainstorm. Yeah. So I get Lila in the car and I get the twins in the car and it's just, and it just starts really pouring when we get into our driveway. Which one uh, did you forget on the roof? <laughs> No, no, no. no. Okay. No, that's your story. Oh. That's the October 17th story that you're going to tell. So I get into our driveway and it is just pouring. It's just absolutely just horrible. And Lila's just beside herself. Oh my God, we're going to die. Blah, blah, blah. She has a little anxiety issues even back then. Right. So I'm like, don't worry. I'm going to get you in. So I get her in and the twins are still in the car. And she's like, oh my God, Aaron and Julia, Aaron and Julia, this is, they're going to die. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm like, okay, well, hold on, honey. I'll get, I'll, I'll just be, you know, and as I'm walking out, she goes, hey, can you turn on the TV first? <laughs> Dragon tails are on. <laughs> So that's my favorite. That's my okay. favorite. That's, uh, story. All right. So she can compartmentalize <laughs> yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. My, my choice from this week's uh, Rick and Dave archives goes back to September 22nd, 1985. Do you remember what happened at that time? September 22nd, 85. Uh, we were living in that mansion in Champaign. Oh, probably Farm Aid. Farm right? Aid. Farm Aid. Farm okay. Aid. So that was 35 years yeah, ago this week. Crazy. 35 years ago. And it was kind of our big uh, debut as a team, if you remember. Uh We were dispatched on the night before Farm Mm -hmm, Aid mm -hmm. to do a couple of live reports. Mm -hmm. The first one, if you remember, took place at a campground. No, it wasn't. No, no, the first one. All right, right, you're right. right, right, Okay. First one was outside of Memorial (laughs) Stadium where the bands were warming up, right? right? And I believe that that was the first time ever that Sammy Hagar and Eddie Van Halen were playing together. And we were supposed to go and report on it, you know, right. by looking through the... Yeah, the gate. The, the gates. Right. Uh, and we got over there in the station van, and it was about time for our live hit, yeah. and we couldn't open the door <laughs> of the van. We were stuck inside the van. And we can, we couldn't get right, it open. Right, we had, like, an engineer right, there. Right, he couldn't right. get it open. We were totally stuck inside. So we did our first report live <laughs> inside the van. <laughs> Now, I don't remember, maybe you do, did we make up what we were seeing or did we, did we so. cop to the truth? No, I, I, I think we did cop to the truth somewhere, but we started... We I, pretended it we first. We pretended it first and then we realized that it was... Yeah. You sound like you're in a van. Well, yeah. come to think of it. <laughs> well, we actually are in a van. Second, the second uh, uh, live hit we did... Mm-hmm was from the Champaign County Fairgrounds. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, that. and we were sent there because people were coming from all over the country and they right. were camping out right. uh, so they could come to the concert the next day. And we got to this campground and it was, there were a lot of, uh, uh, what's a good word for it? Confederate flags? Well, yeah, right. If there yeah. were... If there were MAGA hats back then, they'd all be wearing them. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and Dave and I were, we didn't really uh, mix well with that crowd. I mean, we were like. No, a, I mean, yeah. we're friendly. How yeah. are you? But, well, you, you want to Jew? Yeah. So we went up to this, this guy in a campfire. Uh, uh-huh. um, and do you remember this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they throw the, the they throw it to us. Right. And um, I started doing the report and some 
shit kicker, <laughs> no fun, no offense, yeah. comes from behind and That's grabs right. me by the neck yeah, yeah. and starts strangling me yeah, live right. on the air. Right, right. And Dave is standing five feet away. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, hey, they're strangling Rick right now uh, <laughs> on them. That was I, you. you. You were reporting so, on what you were seeing. So the guy, so the Hindenburg is coming down. You're going to fault the guy that's that's reporting on the he Hindenburg fault. He lifted me off the ground by my neck. What was I going to do? And I really thought I was about oh, to die. That would have been great radio. I, <laughs> <laughs> that could have launched me into super startup right out of the box. Uh, and that all happened 35 right. years ago. Uh, and by the way, he did eventually drop me and he thought he was being wacky right. and funny. And, and if and I remember, some of his cohorts were not happy with him for yeah. almost killing him. Right. They, they, that's uh, true. They kind of uh, came to my right. defense yeah. while Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> played in the background. All right. It's uh, time for uh, our favorite subject. Here we go. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. And, and I remember like right after we, we threw it back to, I think it was Dave Priest and Marty Gensius, wasn't it? I, I think, think it was we, Mike Bramlin and okay. Marty Gensius. And I remember we were off the air. I thought that went really well. <laughs> Did you notice how I just, I didn't miss a beat while you were... So last week you pulled a name out of the right, jar. Right. And that was Anne Margaret. All right. Here's the Anne Margaret story. Anne Margaret um, was the crush of John Landecker mm-hmm. and every other male, any, any heterosexual male in America from 19, what? Yeah. 62 to whatever. Yes. Uh, Anne Margaret was it. Uh-huh. And I was trying to get her on the show for many, many months. And finally I found out that she was coming to, perform at um uh you know in some play in town with gary sandy from wkrp in cincinnati oh is he <laughs> the the program director yeah, yeah okay yeah uh, randy travis okay randy travis <laughs> he was uh mick donald if i remember right now <laughs> uh, but anyway um adam smasher found out that they were doing this live show and so I called and I got her on and we scheduled a phone her. But it, I had to record it after the show because Anne doesn't get up in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, well, she's working late. And she wouldn't come into the studio because she doesn't wear headphones and didn't want to mess right. up her hair. Right. And um, so we had to record it in the production studio. And, we, and there was a great guy who worked at WJMK named Al Urbanski. He was uh, an old fashioned radio engineer. Right. He worked with uh, Chuck. Uh, uh, Britain, no, yeah. Chuck Britain uh, was his name. Greg Britton? Uh, Ron Britton. Yeah, okay. Ron Britton back in the day on WCFL. I mean, he was just a, he was a legend. Yeah. And he was, at this stage of his life, he was in his early 70s. He was just coming in just, just to, to get out of the right, house, right. right? But when we, he found out that we had Ann Margaret on, uh, oh, like, he, oh my <laughs> God. Even though it was just on the phone, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the excitement level between John and Al was like, oh my God, it's Ann Margaret. Um, so anyway, we recorded the interview. It was, I remember the one thing I remember about the interview was that she would not talk about Elvis. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for whatever reason, she wouldn't talk. Didn't about we Elvis. talk about, I was with Mary Lou Henner. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so after... The interview was over. We got it all set for the next day. And I said goodbye to Al. And that night, Al passed away. Oh, no. So the next morning, we came in, you know, all excited about right. our Anne Margaret interview. 
and instead of the excitement right you know, I every time now I think about Anne Margaret. You think of I think about Al, who oh, was this nice. great guy, yeah. and you know, I'm bringing the show down. But that's the, yeah. that's my true Anne Margaret story. Yeah. And you you don't remember? Did you ever play the interview then? Or yeah, we did play it, but uh, and we you waited two breaks until you. Did well, it. no, we did it in honor of Al because right. he was so excited about yeah. it anyway. You know, but uh, I have a similar story to really put us down even further. Oh, let's 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 um, dip here. Let's let me take a ma- the. Uh, uh, my hand in the case paper old in, old employee celebrity <laughs> job okay uh i can't remember i think ron golick i think his name was a guy who was a paper cutter at case paper for you know 40 you know like the the equivalent of al okay, okay. Yeah. really great guy he was a cutter went to you know came to work every day you know and he retired and then the following weekend he ended up dying oh yeah and i stood that to me is and when that happened, I never really worked ever again hard yeah. about anything. Yeah, I'm like you know what, that's unfair. Yeah, I'm gonna mail it in, much like I'm doing in this podcast right yeah. now. Well, that's fine. Of, that's fine. Do you want me to tell you who the next week is? Or yeah, you already have it in your hand. Bill Maher. Okay, so next week I'll have to tell Bill Maher. All right, before we get out of here, we have to tell everybody about the excited, the most no. exciting news that we right, have, yeah. and that's the interview that we have mm-hmm. this week, this coming week for the Minutiaman Celebrity Interview, one of the biggest stars that we've ever had on our show. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. The, Tommy Chong. That's right. Uh, here's a little taste of it. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Tommy Chong. You had four top 40 hits. Explain just how big your albums were. You guys were the biggest comedy stars in America. Well, we were like rock stars. Yeah. We hobnobbed with all the rock stars, you know, the Stones and the Second City, and Belushi and all them, you know, they were, right. they were big fans. In fact, uh, we got barred from uh, Second City for, for, for life, I guess, you know, because of our... We we led their their cast down the wrong road for a while. Oh. you know when Belushi and yeah, right until Belushi died. You know, <laughs> so they they didn't like our dope humor. But yeah, we were we were as big as rock stars. One time I had a party at my house in Malibu, oh. and it was this, this beautiful mansion. And I remember one time Simon uh, Simon and Garfunkel Garfunkel yeah was was riding up the driveway with Lou Adler and he looks at my house and he goes Jesus how many records did these guys sell (laughs) (laughs) I got to a bridge over troubled water and I live in a shack compared to this guy (laughs) and if you'd like to hear that entire interview and it's it's a lengthy one but it's it's worth it So it's awesome. worth it. So it's, awesome. He didn't. We couldn't get him off the. No, phone. I know. It's like, come on, wrap it up here. He 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 he. Uh, he's a very funny guy, right. and, and he tells some unbelievable stories. If you'd like to hear the whole thing, the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. If you haven't subscribed yet, what's wrong? Yeah. Right. Please do. Amazon. My God. You're Tell on a friend. You're on it three times a day as it is. Yeah, Just yeah. go. And you can listen to us on Spotify too, and opishows.com, wherever you find podcasts. You can search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. 
And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Manosha Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a brand extension from Carol Shelby that will take your breath away, plus a rare Mercedes 6.3 sedan that just sold. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, boy, what a weekend, huh, Adam? Loads of goals, 44 over the weekend. We'll talk about each one and analyze them with all the great teams in the Premier League. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Lausano and friends... Here's what you miss. Can women play in sports with men? Mm -hmm. My argument is that I don't think they can. I'm just saying if they can do it, let them do it. If they can't do it, it's the same qualifications. Evie and I were talking about basketball, and she doesn't feel that women could play basketball. But then she described this guy named Derek Rose. Yes. Right. (laughs) Who I I don't know enough about this stuff. But she was like, he's like a girl. Well, okay. Um, Holy hold on, hold on. This is awesome. Oh he, Tony, Tony says things. Tony says things just for people. Mike, Mike <laughs> yeah. First of all, first of all, Tony doesn't even know Derek Rose. Uh, I said that a girl, because there's a WNBA, and, and I think women are incredible athletes and they're incredible competitors. Um, but I don't think that they could play at the same level as professional you said as a man. Boring and slow. All right, you need to stop. <laughs> Radio Misfits, get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever it's called. Uh, now you, uh, we've got a Florida bit, but you couldn't find uh, there with a jingle. Something's goofed with a jingle, right? Yeah, it uh, keeps going to the Nazi one instead. I, I don't know why that happens. Like, right. you know, try it one more time. Sure. Ready? Here we go. Oh! Did Dave really find another story about Nazis? Another one? No.